What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, we had a pretty good weekend of boxing. Saw a couple of knockouts or, you know, knockdowns. And things were looking pretty good this weekend, Brian, after a little bit of a slow week and things are heating up. But before we get into everything, we just want to say you've been rocking with us on the audio side. And of course, if you're listening to this, this is the only way you would be able to because we only do this portion on the audio side. Brian, what were your thoughts on Jake Paul? And then what were your thoughts on Bam Rodriguez's performance? Um, A couple people like DM me about my Jake Paul analysis being like 100% just spot on and then he he ended up getting the knockout uh, in the first round which i didn't expect it to be that quick but i did expect the knockout i bet a couple andre august unders um in terms of like punches landed on a couple apps that i will not promote because they're not paying me to do so and uh bam rodriguez is pound for pound now did you see this bam rodriguez is in the ring magazine's pound for pound top 10 list and i think it's a little too soon um but he was sensational. So there's no denying that. He beat the shit out of Sonny Edwards. And Sonny Edwards wore like a champ. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's all Sonny Edwards could really do in that BAM fight. And he didn't fight like how he would normally fight. So it was really, really weird. Um, it was not like a classic Sonny Edwards performance. And I was like, what are you doing? You're going to stand in front of him and take that beating? Like, you know, he has a lot of heart, though. So um, we both got our Jake Paul predictions right. I think I did rounds one through six, if I'm not mistaken. So nailed it there um and yeah it was a fight that i didn't even watch uh brian told me like yo jake paul <laughs> knocked him out in the first round i was like oh snap okay i'm still yeah. busy watching basketball and stuff like that but um <laughs> yeah i just didn't care for the fight because there was football on bowl games were on i was gonna um, say are you like are you watching i love bowl games bowl season is my shit so i watch okay. like every i'll watch like the rarest bowl game um, that you could ever find, like the Pinstripe Bowl, the New Era. Well, I watched that because that's like New that. York. Yeah, I watched, um, I watched the Popeyes Bahamas Bowl. I don't think it's Popeyes anymore, but I watched no. the Bahamas Bowl. Listen, I'm watching everything. Anything <laughs> that they throw an ad on, <laughs> okay, I'm watching that shit. Um, so yeah, I like I like the Liberty Bowl. I like everything. So, um, I'm probably gonna be. I watch all the bowl games. I love need that season. new college football video game too. Supposedly yeah. that's coming out this summer. And oh my, oh god. my god, I cannot wait! I cannot <laughs> wait to pick an SEC team. Me and my friend. Really? This is really quick. Yeah, I never. So, because you know they're better in the video game, USC, right? USC, UCLA. So listen to this. But listen to this. So my Washington? my my friend used to always pick a Pac-12 team because we're just Pac-12 heavy, right? And I would always pick. Like a Southern SEC team because he hated it. He fucking hates the SEC because he's like, who would go to like Old Miss or like Auburn? I'm like, dude, like, you know how <laughs> sick it would be to go to those schools? He's like, but who would pick it over like UCLA or USC? And I'm like, I don't know, man. They have great programs there. So I would always pick like Alabama or like Auburn or like um, I sometimes I'd pick LSU because I secretly like I'm like a secret LSU fan. It's because um, they were Laker colors. I'm not a Lakers fan, though. Yeah, but West Coast, you know. No, 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 no. You know, you can't. You, that's, that's, that makes no sense. That's not even a thing. Anyways, we're taking so long on the intro. So, you know what? 
Um, thank you for following us. Follow us at the Mediterranean <laughs> TKO if you aren't. And uh, we're going to get into uh, the day of reckoning. That's what they're calling it um, on all the ads. So, uh, Brian, let's get right into it. like money motherfucker money be green money feel like money that shit look green to you and you know what Deontay Wilder usually helps me win a lot of green he's gonna be fighting it's the day of reckoning and it's just before Christmas by the way thanks to everyone that's been rocking with the mandatory make sure to follow us at the mandatory TKO we're on Twitter IG TikTok Brian you still posting our stuff on TikTok right yeah like, <laughs> i like not, the pause i like you, the pause but you know what the problem is because it's happened legitimately four times within the past couple of weeks where i'll post a tiktok and then i'll like you know go do something else and then i'll go back into tiktok like a couple of days later because i honestly don't check that shit every day and everyone it'll be has like, it now though and i'm like uh do i have to be more active on it ugh. it's like the thing now and it's like uh, i just hate it but basically moral of the story is it'll be like hey uh, your post cannot upload try again and it doesn't work so fuck you TikTok. um is what i gotta say and other than that yeah um we have uh, we have fights this weekend yeah, we do. But before we get into all that, I do want to say make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. It helps the channel grow. And also, if you want to find us on the audio side, you can. And if you do, you can always leave us a rate and review. That also helps the channel grow. All right, let's get into the Day of Reckoning because these are some major fights, uh, massive fights. Uh, two of the guys that we want to see fight are fighting, but they're not fighting each other. But we're still going to do Money Be Green for it. Uh, let's start off with none other than Deontay Wilder who's a minus 650 straight up on the money line taking on joseph parker who's a plus 450 brian how are you betting this fight what an amazing fight this would have been in 2017 or 2018 <laughs> um anthony joshua beat joseph parker for joseph parker's first loss in 2018 he's got a couple more since one dillian white who has since been suspended i think multiple times uh for you know stuff that I, I don't know if we're fully clear on that but joseph parker is i think a legit challenge to deontay wilder because he's actually one of the better heavyweights you could still find right now deontay wilder's talked about the heavyweight division being small it is because i feel like these same four dudes could have main evented this same type of card any part of the last six seven years <laughs> and it would have been sort of realistic um heavyweight division is not very big no pun intended and joseph parker was knocked the hell out by joe joyce in september of last year but has won three fights since so he's been getting busy he most recently beat simon keen uh canadian a couple months ago by knockout uh in the third round for a couple of intercontinental heavyweight championships so joseph parker is uh, on a bit of a run I still favor Deontay Wilder in this fight. It's just, it's it's Deontay Wilder's the punching power. I think Joseph Parker will last longer than Robert Hellenius did because Deontay Wilder's last win was in October of last year. I think Deontay Wilder gets this done by knockout. No, duh. It's minus 300 for him to win by knockout, but I'm rolling with Deontay Wilder to get this done between rounds five through eight, which right now is listed at about plus 145 in one book in particular. 
Um, I like the value there, five to eight. I kind of was thinking about one to six, but I, I give Joseph Parker a little bit more than that. I feel like even going into the fifth round, we're going to be like, hmm, Joseph Parker's up three, two, maybe even four, one. But we know with Deontay Wilder, it doesn't matter because he could land a right hand that could end your night and potentially end your life. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. My bet is not much different from Brian's. Um, this would have been a really good fight a few years ago, but I think Joseph Parker, after he got knocked out by Joe Joyce, and we saw what happened to Joyce not too long ago, I'm not too impressed with this fight. Am I excited? Yeah, because I know we're going to see a knockout. And that's because, <laughs> listen, Joseph Parker, he's more skilled, right? He's going to want to stick and move in this fight against Deontay Wilder, but he's been knocked up before. He has to use his jab, and then he gets sloppy at times, and we know that he gets tired later on in the fight. Deontay Wilder has the power. I think he's actually gotten better skill-wise during those Fury fights. Agreed. like A lot of people don't talk about that, but skill-wise, Deontay Wilder's gotten better. I think early on in the rounds, Joseph Parker is going to be aggressive, and he's going to have to because he's going to want to win those early rounds. But sooner than later, Deontay Wilder is going to land a big one on him, and it's going to be night-night. That's my analysis because I don't see this one going the distance. I think Joseph Parker is going to make it really interesting, probably be up on the scorecards up until – Deontay Wilder knocks him out. And I have the exact same bet as Brian. I went to uh, group round betting and I thought rounds five through eight was the best one um, on a former sports book that we used to work for FanDuel. I'm just going to mention them because I had a great time working there. Plus um, maybe sponsor is FanDuel. Uh, you know us. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, rounds five <laughs> through eight. Uh, a plus 145. There's some value there. And I think that's when it gets it done. I also looked at um, rounds one through six, but I think Joseph Parker is still a formidable opponent. And I think he's going to get some of those early rounds. Plus, it's been a while since Deontay Wilder has fought, even though against Robert Herlinius, it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, it's been a little bit of a while since he's fought. So I do think that maybe Joseph Parker is going to be the one that's going to be a little bit quicker to start. Maybe Deontay Wilder is going to get warmed up a bit. So that's why I like rounds five through eight, but I do have him getting the knockout here at the mandatory. We want to know how you're going to be betting this one. Let us know if you're going to be rocking with Deontay Wilder or if you're going to be rolling with Joseph Parker. And of course, make sure to follow us on our social media platforms. If you like the content, hit that like and subscribe button. But we're going to stick with the Day of Reckoning. That's what they're calling it. Um, <laughs> and this one is going to be the main event, if I'm not mistaken. It's Anthony Joshua, who is a minus 360, taking on Otto Wallin, who is a plus 270. Me and Brian are so excited for this fight that we keep on clicking the caption below. <laughs> I didn't realize that's what was happening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, this is, a, this is an interesting fight because Otto Wallin, his one loss is to Tyson Fury. And that's a fight where he gave Fury that big-ass gash above the eye. I thought they were going to stop the fight. Uh, but Tyson Fury ended up winning that fight. Otto Wallen only has one loss. Anthony Joshua. What Anthony Joshua are we going to get? He's the favorite in this one. Brian, how are you betting this? I could argue that the other one should be the main event over this one. But I think this one is because, well, duh, Eddie Hearn is promoting it as the zone. Anthony Joshua is his cash cow. That's going to go down that way but also i can more easily see an upset here as opposed to the last fight i was going to say quickly on the last fight like joseph parker's best chance is trying to outbox and survive deontay wilder i think Otto volin has a pathway of actually doing that against anthony joshua i'm not picking him to win this fight he did you know get tyson fury with a check left hook and split him open tyson fury needed 47 stitches 
um, was battling a cut throughout the course of that fight. This was four years ago. Otto Wallen has not lost a fight since. Got a nice upset win earlier this year. And heading into this fight, I think he has some legitimate momentum. Um, Anthony Joshua has won a couple fights since the losses to Alexander Usyk. He beat Jermaine Franklin by decision earlier this year and knocked out Robert Hellenius, who took the fight on less than a week's notice and somehow lasted to round seven, which was interesting, although Anthony Joshua you know, dominated him in that fight. Um, and I think Anthony Joshua wins this fight. But I'm betting him to do it on points. I actually like Anthony Joshua by decision here, plus 120. Chantel's smiling because I think she probably bet the same thing. Um, <laughs> Anthony Joshua, um, this is more of a testament to, to Otto Wallen's toughness, right? Tyson Fury didn't drop him. Uh, Otto Wallen actually won three, four rounds in that fight, uh, according to the judges, right? Like, he put up a real challenge there. Been waiting for something else like this in terms of an opportunity. I think Tyson Fury is better than Anthony Joshua. I think he was better than him then. I think he's better than him now. And Anthony Joshua also, unlike Deontay Wilder, is more tactical, boxing a little bit more conservatively. And I feel like he's going to sort of have maybe a little bit of a difficult time picking apart Otto Wallen system systematically in that way because Otto Wallen's a skilled southpaw and could be a little bit tricky. I think, I think Anthony Joshua will win. Uh, uh, maybe 116, 112-ish decision, something along those lines where Otto Wallen has some moments, but we come away being like, yeah, Anthony Joshua definitely won that fight. All right, let's get to Wilder Joshua. But I think it's a tricky challenge for Anthony Joshua, who, listen, he, he's he been caught off guard before, and I don't think Otto Wallen is as good as Usyk or maybe potentially as explosive as Andy Varese, but it's, it's definitely his most interesting fight since the Usyk fights. And I want to see how he sort of navigates this again with Derek James at his side. You know, I think the biggest question for Anthony Joshua is what Anthony Joshua are we going to get? Because we've seen him be a little bit more defensive. We've seen him be a little bit more skilled and try to add that to his arsenal. And I think in the past that hasn't gone well for him because he has switched up trainers. And this is the part where I want to see if it all comes together. Because when he fought against Jermaine Franklin, that one went to the cards. That was a fight that a lot of people thought, yo, Anthony Joshua is going to get this knockout and it's going to happen like mid rounds. Doesn't happen. Goes to the damn cards. Right. And then he has a pretty good performance against Robert Hellenius, but that's a performance that I think we all kind of expected him to have. But for this fight against Otto Wallace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C who is a very, very good opponent. His one loss is Tyson Fury. Fury didn't even knock him down. Otto Wallen, in return, gave Fury a crazy gash above the eye. I have no idea how they didn't stop that fight because that gash was nasty. I still remember it. Gives me nightmares because I can't look at that stuff. But 
I think this is a very tough test for a guy like Anthony Joshua. Ottawallen is not going to be no walk through the park. I think this is a fight that goes to the cards. And I think Ottawallen gives him some problems. Unless Anthony Joshua goes back to being the heavy-handed Anthony Joshua that was knocking dudes out and puts it together with the skill that he's picked up throughout the last few fights. Will he be able to put it all together? I don't know. That's the question. But the fact of the matter is that I think people want to see Anthony Joshua knock out or get the stoppage against Otto Wallen. And I just don't see it happening. So that's why I'm going to be betting Anthony Joshua to win on points. When I looked it up, I saw it at a plus 124, but it might be going for 120 now. So maybe take a look at other sports books if you can and uh, see what, you know, the best odds that you can get there. But this is a fight that I think goes to the cards because Otto Wallen is a tough opponent. He's tricky. And he's going to come at you. He's going to land some big shots on you. And Anthony Joshua gets hit. And if I'm Ottawa Lynn, I'm taking a look at the Usyk fights. Um, I'm seeing what he did. I think this is going to be Anthony Joshua's toughest test. And if he doesn't knock out Ottawa Lynn, there's going to be talk about, is Anthony Joshua, does he still have it? That's going to be the conversation. And I hate to say it, but right. I know all the UK fans are like, no, AJ's that guy. AJ's that guy. Trust me. I'm a fan of AJ, but unless he gets this knockout, if Deontay Wilder gives us a crazy knockout, which I think he will give us, and Anthony Joshua takes us to the cards, <laughs> like, what, what are we doing here? And right? then Deontay Wilder enters their supposed 2024 bout as the favorite, I think is what happens there. He would. Um, and I think he probably will anyway, unless Anthony Joshua has a sensational performance. But here's the thing, like, I'm not sure we want an overly aggressive hunting for a knockout Anthony Joshua in no, this fight. No, no. What, what that, could, that could be dangerous against Otto Wallace. What we want is him to dominate this fight, right? We want him to be talked about because as you talked about the heavyweight division, there's not a lot of depth there. Like you have the sim same names. Listen, I think Zhang can be Anthony Joshua. Don't sleep yeah. on him, Zang, right? Zhang is really good. Zhang is like, 40 years old and I think he like I would put my money on him over Anthony Joshua and he should be talked about in the top five heavyweights I think if he he's can not give Deontay Wilder some problems too and Fury that, and probably Usyk I think that's a great fight um I think he might be my favorite underrated heavyweight to be honest with you because I think he has a chance to beat a lot of people and this is a fight where I don't think Anthony Joshua necessarily needs a crazy knockout it'd be nice for him to get it it would be really nice for him to get it. But I think he has to like win distinctively. Like I think Otto Wallen, if he wins three, four rounds, cool. AJ wins, but he, it has to be entertaining too. Like, I don't want to see Anthony Josh Joshua just like jab it up. Like his jab's not that nice anyways. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to see that. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, because jab you know, it up. <laughs> because like, I know because Otto Wallen is actually really good at cutting off the ring. Like, there was a lot of times you go back to that Tyson Fury fight where he had Tyson Fury in the corner on the ropes. He applies smart pressure. And he so does it, he does it, and he doesn't take wild chances either. No, he's very, he has a high IQ. So I want to see how Anthony Joshua responds. And if he's just like, his jab looks weak to me, and he's got heavy hands. It's like, I know you got the power, AJ. And I think it's just a mental thing for him. So it's not that I'm trying to get on AJ for this fight. I just think that he has the power. He has all the skills. He has yet to put it together. And as a fan, it's annoying to me. It's like, why aren't you being the old heavy-handed Anthony Joshua and putting it together with the skill that you have? If he did that, yo, AJ would be unstoppable in my opinion. 
So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And I do, I am interested in the weigh-in because I feel like, remember when he came in heavier against Usyk, he fought a little bit different. Then he like lost a little bit away and like yeah. came in a little bit. I want to see what Anthony Joshua we're going to get. I think in that first Usyk fight, he put on way too much muscle. Um, so that's going to be interesting for which, weigh-ins. Which he did against Andy Varese the first time too. Yeah. So like he, cause I think you have to be more mobile. Like you, like, you know what I mean? Like these heavyweights, they might be big, but yo, they move around. You saw Jermaine Franklin up in there doing his thing. That's why that one went to the cards. I don't think Anthony Joshua thought that Jermaine Franklin would take him to the cards, but nonetheless here at the mandatory, we want to know how you're going to be betting this. Are you rolling with Anthony Joshua? Are you rolling with Ottawa? And let us know, drop your comments below before we get up and out of here. Um, there could be one other pick that I think we should make, Brian, because this is a great card. Um, a great card in terms of if you just want to watch boxing before Christmas. <laughs> because it's a lot of one-sided fights. But listen, there's some big names on here, right? Um, so is there any fight that you're looking forward to um, on this card other than, of course, uh, Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua? Speaking of other heavyweights, um, Frank Sanchez has snuck on to this card. Yes. Facing Junior Fa. Um in terms of guys who need to sort of step up and make a leap into that top 10 or whatever the case may be, that you may have Frank Sanchez in your top 10 heavyweight list already. I just, like He got to fight somebody. Right. Like his best win is still F.A. Jagba. And yeah. I think it's the only it's the only real time where I was like, OK, like Frank Sanchez must be legit, whatever, whatever. And not to say that he isn't, but. Since then, I think his best win is Carlos Negron, which was on the Deontay Wilder undercard uh, where Deontay Wilder fought Robert Helenius Robert Helene last year. Um, Philip Hergovich is on this card. Um, he's fighting Mark DeMori, famously fought David Hay when David Hay was coming back uh, several years ago. Um, Philip Hergovich is a minus 5,000 favorite. <laughs> You could do a good parlay though. I'm, I'm definitely going to do a parlay for this fight. Um, I'm going to take Anthony Joshua. I'm going to take Deontay Wilder. I'm going to take Dimitri Bivol. I'm going to take Frank Bivol, Sanchez. Listen, I, uh, Dimitri Bivol snuck onto this card as the third guy against Lyndon Arthur, which everyone's already talking about Dimitri Bivol versus versus Arthur Better BF. It's a little weird to me that Bivol beat Canelo Alvarez, and it's like. Lyndon Arthur. Arthur is 23 and one. He's got 16 by knockout. He was knocked out by Anthony Yard, but he fought Anthony Yard first. Uh, remember, and that was a split yeah. decision. And then Anthony Yard has had like his revenge fight where he ended up knocking him out. But that's a mismatch. But like, when I take most, a look at that fight, the most interesting fight to me, maybe on this entire card outside of the Wilder and Joshua, it's easily Daniel Dubois versus Gerald Miller. Because as, wow. as, as a New Yorker, I vividly remember doing multiple stories about Jarrell Miller when I was writing like for local papers and shit when I was coming up, right? And Jarrell Miller looked like he was about to be on the track to some level of stardom. People forget Andy Varese was a replacement opponent for yeah. that Anthony Joshua <laughs> fight, replacing Jarrell Miller, who got popped for like three different steroids. And was suspended for a long time, and he has since come back, still undefeated. So he rolling with you going with Miller? I think Jarrell Miller has a real chance. Now, okay. what's your three, bet? He's three hundred and thirty-three pounds. 
And I think that's by design because, no, I think he's 328 pounds, but he was 333 pounds when he knocked out Lucas Brown. Lucas Brown earlier this year. That's not nobody, right? Not amazing heavyweight, but that, that, that's, not, that's not nobody. Yeah. And people think Daniel Dubois quit against Alexander Usyk. I, I honestly don't know if I'm betting this fight yet because I'm – like I'm kind of like going both sides. I'm like Daniel Dubois should win, but man, Jarrell Miller. Like I might, I might, I might take Jarrell Miller on the money line Ooh. because because Jarrell Miller, Jarrell Miller's plus two ten. It's actually down from where I saw it earlier this week. So I think people might be like starting to place bets on him as the week goes. I could see Jarrell Miller winning this fight, and it wouldn't shock me. I think it'd be very interesting if he did because all the shit about him hating Anthony Joshua and them actually fighting each other, like that's something that could happen down the line if, you know, the timeline sort of match up. Daniel Dubois needs to win this fight. I don't think, I think Jarrell Miller is borderline playing with house money, right? Like he he needs this too because if he's going to prove that he's legit at all post steroid stuff, he needs to win this fight. But I think Daniel Dubois, like, you're approaching dangerous territory if you lose this fight because you have the Usyk loss, and before that, you have the Joe Joyce loss. Can't have three losses at this point of his career. So I think that's a major, major like crossroads fight for both guys that everyone should be, you know, paying some attention to. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good fight. Maybe one of the most entertaining fights. Uh, but I think I just want to see Dimitri Bivol. I think that I want to see him fight. And I think Lyndon Arthur, a lot of people are already taking Bivol to win that fight, but he kind of poses a little bit of a tricky fight. It is a mis mismatch. Um, I do think Bivol takes that one to the cards. I would bet the decision, which I believe I saw for like minus 136. Yo, that's um, interesting because the 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 knockout is like minus 105. The decision I saw like minus 120, minus 125. It's like but, split. I don't think Lyndon Arthur gets knocked out, though. Like, I think Bivol is going to be aggressive. I think he's going to... Like, the thing about Lyndon Arthur is that, um, like, he's got decent power. He fights off his back foot a lot. He's a good counterpuncher. He uses the high guard, which uh, Bivol is really good at getting through, but he doesn't have the best head movement, right? So he leaves himself open to Bivol's best punches, which are jabs and crosses. Um, he's also leaves himself open to, like overhands so i think that's the way that bivol is going to like do work on him and it's going to be like just a master class performance but i do think bivol when he throws his jab he's heavy on his front foot right so it can leave him off balance at times so because Lyndon arthur is a good counter puncher if bivol's heavy on the front foot um he can try to slip in some good counters during that time um, because he he gets a little bit off balance. So I think that's the one area where if I'm Lyndon Arthur, I'm like, yo, that's that's when I got to get him. Because um, he's very flat-footed and heavy on that front foot during when he throws his jab. So that's like the only thing that I can say about Bivol. Other than that, like super skilled, high IQ. Um, that's an interesting fight, though, because I think I want to see the stoppage, but I don't think we're going to get it. What about you, Brian? How would you be betting that fight? It's it, You know what? What I'm probably going to do for both Jarrell Miller's fight with Danny Dubois and Dimitri Bivol fight is I'm probably just going to like live bet. I'm probably going to just see how it goes early on, see what's happening. It didn't work for me. Uh, it typically does more often than not, but it didn't work for me in the in the Franchon Cruz's urn. Shadeja Green fight because Shadeja Green became a heavy underdog after being a heavy favorite after a couple rounds. And I was like, all right, she might figure it out. And then Franchon Cruz's earn ended up winning that fight, although not a very entertaining fight. Um, so I think with Dimitri Bivol and and Jarrell Miller, I want to sort of feel it out, see how it goes. Cause if there are a couple things that Dimitri Bivol finds early that are worrisome, 
uh, in Lyndon Arthur's in Lyndon Arthur's defense. I'm like, okay, maybe he breaks him down and stops him late. See if you can get a stoppage, you know, in that yeah. in that 10, 12 round range or something along those lines. Because I could see him just breaking him down and getting a stoppage that way. I don't think it's going to be a one punch knockout. Dimitri Bivol is not that type of fighter. Yeah, especially if uh, Lyndon Arthur's head movement hasn't gone any better. Then yes, that's a big possibility. Because I mean, Bivol has power too, but it's not like nasty power. He's going to break you down during the process of the fight right yeah. so i think that's a possibility but i don't think arthur i think arthur is a tough opponent and a lot of people are just like it's just a mismatch that's why bival is gonna win this fight and that, that's why he's a favorite going into this one but here at the mandatory we want to know how you're going to be betting drop your bets below drop your slips below uh let us know what fight you're most excited about for the day of reckoning uh two days before christmas and we are going to have a live post fight show. So make sure you join us as well. We'll be here. We'll be taking your comments and we'll be breaking down all of the fights that we thought were entertaining. We'll probably mention the ones that maybe weren't, but had a good performance, but we're going to be talking a little bit about everything. Uh, so make sure you tune into that as well and hit that like and subscribe button. If you haven't already, Brian, any final thoughts before we get up and out of here? We also have a preview of Now You're In A Way versus Marlon Topalas coming to the channel, and that'll be the last fight of the year that we cover uh, before we round out the year, uh, our first year doing the show. So thank you for all the support. Stay tuned for that as well. And we are planning to do a live show for that as well. That's going to be on Boxing Day. That's going to be Tuesday morning for people uh, on the North American side. Um, but watch wherever you are. Please do. And donate.